me if you want to live. Hello and welcome to another episode of a podcast on Fury Road. We are your hosts, Mark. And I'm Brooke. And this week we are coming at you with Kingsman, the Secret Service from 2014. Yep. This was your pick. Uh-huh. Um, I kind of put you on the spot on our last yeah. episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we were like, fuck face off. We're going to throw that idea out the window. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, you came up with this one really quick. I did. Uh, I've been thinking about it lately. Um, it's a movie I've seen quite a few times, but I haven't watched it in a while. Mm. And there's just like one in particular scene that I knew need to be talked about. <laughs> and I never had Samuel Jackson in it. Um, I knew his character and the whole plot was kind of weird. And then once I got into the movie, I was like, oh, man, (laughs) this is is, uh, is awesome. Yeah. Uh, I couldn't believe this movie is nine years old. Yeah. Yeah. It feels like it just came out, like, in the last five years. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. But anyways, I'm happy you picked it. Uh, This is one that definitely needs to be talked about on this podcast. Yeah. Um, But we'll save our thoughts on it for now. So before we hop into this movie, we'll do our box office news and booze. What are you drinking tonight? Um, I have no beer, so I am just drinking some uh, Maker's Mark. Oh, nice. I just bought a bottle of that the other day, too. Yeah. Nice. Um, I'm drinking Cameron's Brewing Company's Captain's Log Lager. Oh, cool. Make my way through that box. Yep. I like this one a lot, though. It's very good. All right, what have you been watching? Um, quite a bit actually. Uh, been trying to knock off some twenty twenty three movies. Mm. Uh, got to switch this real quick um i think i talked about Billy miller's last time i uh, watched uh, the pope's exorcist uh it's on crave um as you can see i did not enjoy it at all uh i know you watch it too but i'll save your thoughts for whenever you get into it um yeah yeah just not good didn't really do anything new uh some of the cgi and stuff was like pretty bad and some of the scenes that it's kind of like lately took from the exorcist. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. Uh watched Samaritan. It's uh um Sly's movie from 2022, which was on my watch list for a while. Uh mm-hmm. it was okay. Um the ending kind of really surprised me and kind of boosted my ratings more. Uh so I won't really say too much, but I liked it. Damn, that boosted your rating? A little bit, yeah. What were, you, what were you giving it before? Maybe like a two or a one and a half. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, randomly watched Shrek 2 because I guess I hadn't logged it yet on Letterboxd. So. Nice. 
And after this watch, I think this this one is better than the first one. I agree. That might be, I don't know if it's a hot take, but I don't think so. I don't think so either, but but yeah. it could be. Um, it's been a while since I've been on Shutter, and uh, they added a newbie called Quicksand. Um, literally about people stuck in quicksand. <laughs> uh, was a lot better than I thought. And Patina watched it with me, and she recognized the guy in it. He's from like a Canadian TV show called The Republic of Doyle, which is like a newfie show, oh, I guess. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it was pretty good. Uh, watched uh, Meg to the trench. <laughs> um, was it worth the twenty four ninety nine rental? Uh, oh God, probably not. But um, it was honestly a fun time. The last third act is bonkers. Uh, wouldn't say it's more. It's horror. It's definitely more action. Mm. Uh, watched the Lion King uh, remake. That was the first watch for me. I was okay. It wasn't anything special. Yeah. And then randomly throw on the big short because I've watched it a long time. And yeah, so I've never watched that movie. It's good, man. It's good. That's a lot of it's a big, it's a big cast. Yeah. I mean, so yeah. there, see, so it has Carell and Gosling in it. Right there. Steve um, Carell with like light brown hair. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, and uh, been playing a lot of Starfield it came out on Wednesday. Kind of an mm. odd release day to be honest but um yeah been playing that a lot put in like probably six hours today so nice you're having fun with it then i am yeah there's a lot to it it's uh it's like mass effect one on steroids oh i like that yeah so what about you man i have actually watched more than i have in a while so that's good um where's my thing hold on hold on get out of here there we go um i watched commando randomly last weekend i want to say like saturday or sunday anyways doesn't matter um it's been a long time since i've watched this it's an arnold schwarzenegger movie obviously i don't think i've Uh, ever seen it i mean it for what it is it's good it's a typical 80s Arnie's Arnie movie. Uh, the boys and I rented Mutant Mayhem last That's... weekend and just kind of had a movie day. And yeah. dude, that movie is so fucking good. Yeah, I need to watch it. So you rented Meg 2 for $24.99. I rented this for $24.99. <laughs> and so I can, definitely, yeah. I can promise you this one's better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, yeah, like my plan was to take him to the theaters, but Brady had already seen it in theaters. Sarah's grandma took him. So I was like, fuck it. We'll just stay home and go and get some food and shit and watch it here. Uh, I want to start watching some more 2023 horror movies to prepare Mm -hmm. for our Stabbies episode with HMC and friends. Um, So I watched The Passenger, which uh, was pretty good, actually. Nobody's talked about it. Like, I have not heard a single thing about this movie. Yeah, I can um, say I've heard of it. Yeah, and I was just randomly on line, and I found it. And it's got, uh, um, what's the name? Kyle Gallner. Is that his name? Kyle That's the name. Yeah, Kyle Gallner. No idea who that is. Yeah, you know who he is. This guy. 
Oh, the guy from Smile. Okay, yeah. Yeah, and he's in Scream 6. He yeah, okay. got ran over. Spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> um, then we watched Dinosaur right after we watched Ninja Turtles. Wow. I don't I know forgot. why. I forgot about that movie. Yeah, it's not great. Yeah. Because it, it's like heavy, heavy, heavy CGI and from the year 2000. Yeah. So yeah, it's yeah not good. And I also watched The Pope's Exorcist. I gave it the same score as you did. And my review sums it up perfectly, I think. Hmm. Man, this was doo-doo. I need to just stop with exorcism movies and like possession movies because they're just not yeah. my thing. Yeah. I yeah. say that, but I'm also kind of looking forward to the exorcist remake that's coming out. <laughs> yeah. But chances are I'm not going to like it because there's not many of them that I do like. Um, Like you, I've been gaming a lot, but been playing Diablo four still. I, I'm trying so hard not to buy Baldur's Gate. <laughs> like it's actually painful. <laughs> like yeah. I almost today before yeah. I hopped on here, I almost bought it again. And I was like, fuck, like I did, I need to stop. I need to push it out of my head. Yeah. <laughs> until I, until I beat Diablo. Uh... But yeah. Got like 35 hours in Diablo now. So nice. <laughs> Stupid man. Like, I'm like, I'm level, my character's level 46. Mm-hmm. And I haven't even finished the second act just because I've been doing so much side quests and dungeons and shit like that. Yeah. Nice. But whatever. Having fun with it. Yeah, there's uh the um the creation and like just stuff in Starfield is crazy. Like you can mm-hmm. modify your ship. Uh, there was one guy I saw. He built a uh, Power Rangers fucking monster Zorb. No way. Yeah, yeah. That's so cool. <laughs> Some guy made this giant ass cube ship, and it's like, <laughs> yeah, it's crazy, ridiculous things he can do. So you can obviously just do whatever you want with it, then, like yeah. draw your own design, kind yeah, of. Yeah, I mean, it costs like money to do it, but yeah, yeah, yeah. That's sick. That's another one I want to play too. All right, for the box office last weekend, which was Labor Day weekend, people were still going to the movie theaters, believe it nice. or not. Um, the Equalizer 3 opened up with a $42.8 million domestic release. But it's pretty good for um, opening. Yeah. So, Especially a third movie in, like, yeah. franchise, you know? Yeah. And... Uh, so it took top spot. Barbie still kicking, man. Second second spot, 13.4 million. Wow. And it finally topped Super Mario Brothers. Oh, it for, did? Yeah. Damn. Um, so it is now the highest grossing worldwide movie this year. Of the year. So do you think that it's going to keep that top spot? Because... The other big movie that was supposed to come out this year got delayed to March. That is Dune Part Two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't see any like what else is coming out this year. <clears throat> yeah, that's gonna be on that scale. Yeah, I don't even think this. I don't even think Dune Two would have beat it. I, I don't know. Yeah, what's I forget what the first Dune made, but I can find out after this. Let me roll through this and then we'll figure it out. 
Uh, Blue Beetle came in third last weekend with 9.4 million. Gran Turismo, 8.7 million. I forgot about that movie. Me too. Sarah's grandma and her friends went and saw that movie. That's random. Yeah, because apparently they go every Friday. And Sarah was like, yeah, like she uh, she watched some like race car movie. I'm like, race car movie? What the fuck? Like Fast X? She's like, no, it was something about like a, a dad and a son. I'm like, what the fuck? And I'm like, oh, yeah, Gran Turismo, that movie <laughs> that nobody's talking about. Yeah. Um, and then Oppenheimer rounded it out. Fifth place, okay. 7.6 million. So, yeah. Um, Barbie is at 1.387 billion, and Super Mario Brothers is 1.36 billion, and Oppenheimer is at 866 million, so <laughs> 500 million less than Super Mario yeah. Brothers, basically. Damn, all right, let's see what Dune pulled in. Uh, worldwide, 402 million. Oh, wow, for that. I feel like part two is probably going to at least double that, I think. Yeah, I think it'll do significantly better. Yeah. But that seems pretty low. It does, yeah. Like 400 million? Like, compare that to this year. Let me go back. It would be in 12, 13th place well, after... I guess that what, it came out what, 20... 21 yeah so i mean there's still kind of covid uh yeah that's fair era that's fair true but yeah if but yeah like if they had that number this year it would be in 13th place after mm. john wick chapter four mm. so yeah um all right well that's all i got for that what do we got for four Ks? Four Ks. Uh, let's take a look. See. Uh, so we got uh, Jack Ryan, season three. I've never watched that show. Either. Uh, low key first season. That is a sick. That's yeah. That's very case. cool. <laughs> Cocaine bear. Which, uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Oh, I guess no pictures for those. Uh, Killer condom. <laughs> Nice. Sorry, sorry. Uh, the black phone on 4K, which That's... I think I might pick up because I don't have that one yet. Um, like you said, killer condom on 4K. Uh, the HMC That's family is going to be happy random. for that one. Uh, Blade in the Dark. Don't know. That sounds familiar, actually. Um, the Tale of Tiffany Lust. Don't know what that is. Sounds like a porno. And uh, Elemental. Um, did you watch that? No, not yet. Okay. That's a pretty cool steel book, but yeah. Uh, uh, ooh, Natural Born Killers steel book. Um, we covered that on uh, our other podcast. Yeah. Um, The Exorcist as a sick steel book. That is very cool, actually. Uh, Kiss the Girls. It's random. Is that fucking Michael Myers in the middle there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Exorcist extended director's cut. Uh, ooh, kick ass. Oh, mm. kick ass two. Sorry, uh, fall, which has a pretty cool steel book, which was yeah, I like uh, that. an okay movie for what it is. I thought it was really good, yeah. Oh, yeah, Spider Man Across the Spider Verse, finally, 
finally uh pretty cool steel book uh thunderbolt and lightfoot i've never heard of it but pretty cool. eastwood pretty cool slip cover uh the train never heard of that uh shrek the third random uh batman mask of the phantasm which um i'm embarrassed to say i've never seen that movie uh oh really yeah yeah Man, it's one of the best animated batman movies uh little mermaid which i actually was going to watch today because it's on disney plus yeah uh the expendables steel book that's a sick steel book that is really cool like a lot of releases this week holy yes yeah, this, this is crazy oh and the expendables 2 and expendables 3 oh they all have the same like kind Bro. of theme i like that that's cool oh my god uh the lost oh, wow. city of z which i've never heard but i heard is pretty decent uh, my bloody valentine that's a really cool slip cover uh night of the comet haven't heard of that it's good is it yeah those two my bloody valentine night of the comet i yeah, might good. actually grab those uh is there more holy shit this Did is I pick on... no this this can't i probably picked like september whole oh oh you did too because look at these dates september 26th and shit okay well (laughs) i was like holy shit where all these movies come from okay let's see what's coming up this week okay so do a quick little okay sleepy hollow we didn't see that yet Ooh, the princess bride on uh criterion i love that cover yeah same with sleepy hollow yeah it's a sick one too uh matilda on steelbook nice and uh iron man so yeah sweet i mean it kind of spoiled the rest of the month for you guys but... <laughs> <laughs> i was like how is there this many coming out this week I that's know, fucking crazy like, fuck? oh that's funny well i mean september is going to be a good month obviously it looks like it jesus for collectors all right well now that we've gone through every movie that's releasing this month, <laughs> we can I'll spit on my whiskey. <laughs> we can uh, dive into the Kingsman. All right. So starting off with the synopsis, <clears throat> a spy organization recruits a promising street kid into the agency's training program while a global threat emerges from a twisted tech genius. This is basically the plot of MIB without aliens. <laughs> yeah. Um, this was directed by Matthew Vaughn, who mm-hmm. did Layer Cake, Kick-Ass, X-Men First Class, um, Kingsman, The Golden Circle, and The King's Man. Not to be confused with King's Men. Yeah, but it is in this universe. Um, I've never seen that one. I don't know if you have No, I haven't. I think it's on uh, Disney Plus because they have all three of them on there. Yeah. Yeah, because I clicked on that one. I was like, this isn't the movie that I'm supposed to be watching. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think it's a prequel to Kingsman. Yeah, yeah. Uh the cast we have Colin Firth, who plays Harry or Galahad, which is his code name. Uh, he's in Bridget Jones' Diary, A Single Man, The King's Speech, 1917, and the Mary Poppins remake. Which, like, blows my mind because he did, like, I think I read, like, 90% of his stunts in this movie. Yeah. And it's like, that's the guy who 
got nominated for best actor and best picture in the fucking king speech like <laughs> what the hell <laughs> yeah yeah a very different role uh next up is taron egerton who plays eggsy uh he is in tetris which just released earlier this year um eddie the eagle blackbird and rocket man i still have not watched rocket man that's pretty good i think it was a lot better than uh the uh, queen, the queen one yeah bohemian yeah. rhapsody yeah mm. yeah i still i really i haven't seen that one either i really want to watch oh Blue. really <laughs> yeah uh next is samuel l jackson playing valentine yep. samuel l jackson with a <laughs> crazy lisp in this movie. Uh, yeah. Um, Mark Strong plays Merlin. He's also in 1917. Uh, he's in Shazam's Your Dark 30, that Tar movie that came out last mm, year. Yeah. And Murder Mystery. And I have two honorable mentions. I'm guessing okay. you have the two same ones. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, Michael Caine and Mark Hamill. Yeah. I totally forgot about Mark Hamill in this movie. Me too. Me too. Um, the uh, the girl that works with Valentine too. She was in some stuff, but I didn't bother writing her oh, down. Oh, actually, I just thought of someone else who I was very happy to see. He's only in it for like twenty seconds max. Okay. He is a horror icon that we love. Who was it that was in it? Richard Brake. Oh yeah, fuck yes, that's right. <laughs> yes, that was another one that surprised me. Yeah, me too. I was like, where the fuck did he come from? <laughs> yeah, but yeah. Um, and then uh, the lead stunt guy was one that we already talked about. He did uh, in um, Scott Pilgrim, uh, Bradley James Allen. Okay. Um, so he did the same. He was the lead on this movie as well. Nice. First time. I can see that. Like a lot of a lot of hand-to-hand combat in both movies. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. All right. Let's talk about this movie. Let's get into our bud. Um <laughs> yeah, so this movie is actually based on a comic book series. Um and uh I think it does carry over pretty well. Like mm-hmm. It very had that kick-ass and Scott Pilgrim vibe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and there's like, one... Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, this felt like... Because with like James Bond movies, um, it's kind of made for like... I don't know. I'd say like 40-year-old men. Right? We're getting there, man. <laughs> I know, we're getting there. But it's like... You know, kind of like misogynistic, like he always gets the girl, kind of like yeah, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Whereas this movie is like not like that at all. Like it's just like a straight kind of spy thriller kind of thing. Yeah, until the very end. Yeah, until the other end. But I mean, that's funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, like there's even there's a female that's in well, there's two females that are in the like whole training program. Mm-hmm. And like Eggsy and the main girl, they're just like friends. Like, yeah, they don't have any sort of like sexual tension mm-hmm. or like any f- like form of relationship starting past friendship. 
which yeah. was kind of cool to see because yeah i mean they're in a in a typical movie like this given what they've gone through together like mm-hmm. you would expect them to like have a nice kissing scene at the end of the movie yeah, yeah. but it doesn't happen no just a, another ridiculous thing that <laughs> i think this movie is kind of like making fun of those bond movies kind of like those types of movies because even with like samuel jackson mm-hmm. i guess like his character was supposed to have a lisp and then like in the audition he used the lisp and then told matthew vaughn like oh actually had a list before he started acting and then they had in the movie and then like a lot of like sidekicks have like these weird powers or like something wrong with them and like the girl with the sword legs totally forgot about not gonna lie <laughs> <laughs> yeah but uh but yeah so um we started in 1997 with uh merlin and james james is uh eggsy's dad and Merlin is kind of like, he's kind of like an Alfred kind of, right? Yeah, I can see that. Like he kind of is the one that like sets everything up, like mm-hmm. kind of trains people kind of like he kind of does everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and so James is at some chalet trying to stop somebody's meeting up with like Mark Hamill's character. I think it was that was up there. And um then he like kills a few people and then answers the door and there's samuel jackson's character uh mr valentine uh you skipped oh. a you skipped a bit did i yeah because at the very beginning it's they're in the middle east oh right yeah 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 and uh they're interrogating a terrorist oh yeah yeah and the terrorist like bends his face down and he comes back up and he's got the pin from a grenade in his mouth mm-hmm. And yeah. that's when Eggsy's dad, who is Lee, um, he jumps on the grenade to save Galahad. Oh, I thought Eggsy's dad was the one that was got killed in the chalet by the sword girl. No, because that happens 17 years later. Oh, okay, okay. When Eggsy's older, because um, that's Lancelot who they're training to replace. Hmm. Right, right. Okay, my bad. But I mean, yeah, that scene with Mark Hamill is fucking insane. Yeah, like as soon as I saw that, like, sword girl, I was like, that's fucking amazing. <laughs> it's like cuts the two to half, and like, oh man. And like half from top to bottom. Like, yeah. Just fucking yeah. slices right down him. And one of the things I love about Valentine is he cannot see blood and gore. Yeah. Or he gets sick and throws up. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so funny. Because he's like such a bad guy, but he's mm-hmm. such a baby. Like he's like, yeah. oh, I can't, I can't watch that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because she goes around and she's like putting blankets and stuff over all the dead bodies. And then she calls him. She's like, everything's cleaned up. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. But uh yeah, and then uh so Galahad meets um Eggsy's mom and kind of gives her this gives Eggsy this thing that says like call this number and like get to say uh Oxford's not brogues whenever to get pretty much like give in safety. Um mm-hmm. so uh yeah so then 
17 years later, the stuff with uh, Mark Hamill's character happens. Um, he's kind of working with uh, Valentine a bit. Um, and basically, Lancelot gets killed and they have to find his replacement. Um, I love uh, the kind of backstory with Dean, uh, the stepdad and like mm-hmm. his old game and stuff like the kind of egg, not a little pun there, egg on eggsy a bit. <laughs> um, and uh, Dean like beats his mom and uh, I love the scene like whenever Eggsy's like in the bar and he steals the kid's car keys and yeah, I just love this kind of slain and like mm-hmm. the uh, accent. Yeah, because it's like you know, what'd you fucking nick my car for? And like, <laughs> I, don't know, I just love like these movies. Like same with um, who's the other director that did uh, Jason Statham's in a lot of his movies, um, The Gentleman. Yeah. Name. I don't remember who did them. Um but yeah, I don't know if it's is it is it Cockney? Yeah, it is that might the, be the slang, the Cockney slang. Be. But it, like it reminds me of Green Street Hooligans, stuff like that. Yeah. Uh and Guy like, Ritchie is the right. one I was thinking of. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like he did uh Lock Stock and Two Smoking Barrels and all yeah. those ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh but yeah, I just love like the accents and just this style of like movie I don't know. Mm-hmm. um so he has a little like car chase with the police uh and he ends up like crashing the car and then he tells his friends to leave and he gets put in jail um and then he's like oh, i'll get my phone call and he has the uh the necklace or whatever still and calls mm-hmm. a number and like some lady answers like like a receptionist and mm-hmm. he's like yeah i'm like looking for help and she's like oh you have the wrong number, and then he says, "Like uh, rogues, Oxford's not rogues." Mm-hmm. And then she's like, "Okay, hold on one sec, or whatever." Yeah. Um, and this is where we meet uh, Harry Hart, uh, aka uh, Galahad. Mm-hmm. And um, what do you think of this first uh, scene where we see kind of Galahad show his true colors in the bar? Yeah. I'll I'll talk about it later. Love oh, okay. that scene. Love that yeah. scene though. Yeah, it's good. It's um, so fucking good. And it's like because it, again, like it's Colin Firth, right? And you yeah. like on your first watch, you don't expect him to be like this at all. Like if you go into this movie knowing that it's like kind of a spy movie, you would expect him yeah. to be like a James Bond type character. Yeah. Where like, okay, maybe he gets into a couple of gunfights and like he has mm-hmm. cool gadgets and shit. But this motherfucker yeah. goes like on back on these guys yeah. and just like martial arts all over the yeah. place. Um I actually I chose the same scene, so oh, fuck you want to just talk about it now? <laughs> <laughs> sure. Okay. <laughs> fuck. Uh, right. so yeah, like the, the guys come in and I love this scene so much because like he has that beautiful Guinness right there. Mm-hmm. And he's trying to drink his Guinness. He's talking about how beautiful it is. And then the kid comes in with his his gain and starts talking shit. And then uh Galahad gets up and puts the leave. And then like the lead kid, little skinny ass prick, mm-hmm. just like says something, and Galahad just goes into says all this stuff about manners and locks the door and the guys like get up and he just like grabs his umbrella and just throws the fucking 
bottle on his head. <laughs> just like hits up, just like gets knocked out in this fucking chaos. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's so good, man. And like I talk about this too. Like, I love the cinematography in this movie, the way that it follows the fight scenes, and like because the camera's like going all <laughs> over the place too, and just following along with all the action and I don't know, just the way that yeah, they filmed I read it. In so the good. trivia that uh the fight scenes were filmed in a, like a central location, so you never have to k- take your eyes off of the middle of the screen. Mm-hmm. And I agree, like the way that it's filmed uh, is just so cool. And like the music they have for the certain scenes, like match mm-hmm. so well. Um, and like some of the CGI, like isn't the greatest, but it's not used that often. I felt like, uh, but yeah, he's just like, he throws like something at one guy's fucking tooth goes flying and then it hits someone else <laughs> in slow-mo and like cuts his face. <laughs> oh man. So Does he pull out his umbrella at the scene too? Yeah, because he like hooks the umbrella over the bottle and throws it. Yeah, but like he opens it up. Is it? Yeah, does he because open it the up? the skinny kid like pulls out a gun. Right. Yes. 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 Yeah. Yeah. And he's got and a fucking shoots him with the thing. Yeah. Yeah, and his umbrella is bulletproof, and like from the outside, it just looks like a normal umbrella. But then, like you get a view from uh like Galahad's view, and it's all yeah. like fucking digitalized on the inside of it. Yeah. And he yeah. can see through it. It's so sick. Yeah. And then he sits down, finishes Guinness, and yeah. <laughs> just awesome. awesome. Yeah. Uh, I also do like the little scene of whenever Eggsy goes back to his room and like, or his house, and Dean is there. And then like, there's some other guy who I think is also like fucking his mom. And like, his baby sister is like there crying, and Dean is just like a piece of shit. And then, like, all the friends from up come up, and then, like, Eggsy does a little, like, parkour scene. I wish it was longer, that little, like, parkour runaway. Yeah, that would have been cool. But, uh, <clears throat> uh, so Eggsy now gets approached, approached by Galahad to come to the tailor shop and, mm-hmm. uh, meets him at, uh, the tailor shop to come take him to, like, the Kingsman. Um, place and like this kind of like Taylor reminded me of uh, what's know what you mean undercover brother oh no Remember? I don't know what you mean no. <laughs> okay <laughs> I haven't I seen that go, movie in so I think long. they go to like a barber shop and they sit in the chairs and they go like underground and like the secret uh, okay thing. yeah that would make sense but, yeah because like oh, I was gonna say uh, that one that came out last year oh yeah the one we both really liked mm-hmm. what was yeah. it called it's called the Taylor. No, it was called something like that, though. Yeah, we both loved it, but we can't remember what it's called. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I really like this scene too because they go into like this. Well, it's an elevator, like you said, and it's going and going and going and going. And Eggsy's yeah. like, "How fucking deep is this thing?" <laughs> and Calahad's just like, "Deep enough." Yeah. <laughs> and they go in this like fucking bullet train once they get down yeah. there. Yeah. And, and he, uh, yeah go ahead i was gonna say he takes him to the training facility and it's literally like the whole men in black thing whenever wolf smith first gets to the oh to the yeah, organization yeah. and like all the other recruits are already there and yeah they're yeah. like all like dropped up there's a proper and he got like chains and like a hat yeah. on backwards or whatever yeah um so you meet a few of the uh other recruits um there's like roxy who's like the main girl uh 
Digby, Rufus. Um, I forget who the main guy's name is. Charlie. Charlie. Um, did this mansion not look like the one in first class? You know what? Yeah, it does actually. Yeah. And he directed this movie. Maybe it is the same one. Oh, he did. Yeah. 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 It might be the same one. Nice. That's a good point. I never thought of that. Yeah. Um, so right off the bat, they're in like their quarters and, uh, Merlin is explaining everything like at your bed is a body body bag. Um, write your name and your like mom's name or something on it. Cause you know, they have to recognize you. And, uh, I love the uh, <laughs> little line that Eggsy says to Charlie. Cause like Charlie kind of makes fun. Like, Oh, where, what school did you go to? Uh, I went to like all these fancy schools and did this. And he's like, oh, I didn't go to school or whatever. And Charlie's like, Oh, you probably worked at fucking McDonald's. And Eggsy says like, Oh, if I worked at McDonald's, like if you come in and put that secret sauce on it for you, <laughs> <laughs> but like this is accent makes it like 10 times more better. Yeah. Um, so they're sleeping and all of a sudden this water starts coming into the dorm. Like they're like submerged in the water Mm -hmm. and everyone immediately goes to the showers and stuff because they can make loose snorkels. Mm -hmm. Um, so they'll go, they like rip the the head off the showers and stick them down the the toilets to get air. Mm-hmm. And then Eggsy goes to the door and is trying to open it up. And you see Amelia there, like, she's, like, kind of struggling, but he just goes back. Everyone's there, like, getting air. And Eggsy, like, looks at the mirror and sees it. And he just starts, like, fucking wailing on the thing. Mm-hmm. Then it uh, cracks open and they all fall in. And Merlin says, like, you know, congrats to Charlie for thinking about the the snorkels and Good job, Eggsy, for you know noticing the two-way mirror. Mm-hmm. He's like, but you all actually fail because this was about teamwork. Mm-hmm. And he points in the room and they all look, and uh Amelia is dead. Mm-hmm. She drowned. Um, but it's later found in the movie that she wasn't actually a uh candidate, she worked for them. Yeah. So but we never see her again. No, we don't know. Yeah. A uh, little quick scene. Um, Galahad goes to see uh, Mark Hamill's character, mm-hmm. who's a, a doctor, and um, kind of confronts him. And then all of a sudden, we see this beeping noise on Hamill's head, and his head just fucking explodes out of nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> and kind of fucks Galahad up. He basically goes into a coma. Mm-hmm. Um, and I read in the trivia that I guess this doctor in the comic books, the first celebrity that he kidnapped in the comic books was mark hamill oh really yeah that's yeah. funny yeah perfect then it comes all around uh what do you think of the whole uh pick your puppy thing and this like the whole like montage like of the puppies growing up and everything that happens there <laughs> dude i love this scene because like there's all these like there's german shepherds and like bigger dogs and and then you see a a baby pug <laughs> and like it's just this little tiny thing and uh eggsy picks it and he yeah. makes fun of roxy for taking a poodle, poodle. 
a poodle and she mentions she goes like oh they're they're like war dogs or something like that like they're super smart and yeah whatnot and she's like why'd you pick a pug and he's like wait it's not a bulldog (laughs) yeah yeah and then like yeah like you said there's a training montage and like everybody has to train with their dog that they picked and yeah with eggsy's dog being a pug it doesn't want to like run or anything like that it's just really funny yeah and he's like well it'll get bigger won't it <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> no nope, no <laughs> uh funny yeah that scene when they're doing the running and stuff like the dog doesn't want to run and eggsy's like getting frustrated he's like come on i'm not gonna lose the first thing because of you mm-hmm. so i can't pick you up it's against the rules so he takes his gun he's like I'll fucking shoot you, JD. <laughs> <laughs> and Poppy's just like, okay, I'm like, yeah, no idea what's happening. Uh, I love that he named him JB too, because later yeah. on, Arthur's asking him, he's like, JB, like, what's that stand for? Uh, I can't it's remember. James Bond. James Bond, um, Jason Bourne. Yeah. And he's like, no, it's Jack Bauer. And he's like, yeah. oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Fine. Uh, yeah, so there was like a quick little party um, that, not a party, but um, Valentine has over uh, the Prime Minister of Sweden and the Princess of Sweden, I guess. Um, I don't know exactly why he picked these people, but anyway, the Prime Minister of Sweden like kind of agrees with him, like says like, yeah, something needs to be done. Um, we don't really know exactly what Valentine is up to mm-hmm. yet. Um, and then the princess doesn't really want to be a part of this. So th- she ends up leaving. And then like, there's a scene right after this where the princess like tells the like, bodyguards, like, help me, help me. And then we just see uh, gazelle is her name. Just mm-hmm. go fucking ham on these guys. Yeah. She's like, so badass. She's such off, a good. Cutting off arms and hands yeah. and fingers. and. Yeah. She's such a good villain. Is yeah, it's really cool. Uh, so you know, they're like at a oh, so now it's down to um, I don't know, I skipped a bunch there. Uh, yeah, so it's down to the final six categories or candidates. Mm -hmm. Um, I love whenever uh, Galahad gets back and they're like looking back at the footage with uh, with Merlin. And then Eggsy is in there with him, and like Mar- or Merlin is like, "Oh, we got to see this." Gala's like, "Oh, whatever." Eggsy can see it too, and it's like, "Okay, he can learn." And it's like the video from whenever Mark Hamill's head exploded, and like <laughs> it happens, just like Eggsy is just like he blew up his head. It's a bit bit much in it. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, they mentioned about Valentine something about him and Eggsy's like oh that guy's like a genius and they're like what are you talking about and then Eggsy shows them his big like press conference thing that he had that day Mm -hmm. and we find out that Valentine is creating like billions of sim cards that are getting implanted into people and it gives them free internet uh free phone calls and everything like that um, and he implants them like in the back of their, like right below their ear in the back of their neck. Yeah. 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 And his ultimate goal is basically to call the planet Earth because it's overpopulated. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and so what this thing does is when he increases some like uh not the volume, but like uh what's the word? Um like a certain uh sound mm-hmm. on frequency. the phone. Yeah, frequency. It uh makes people go crazy and basically try to kill and beat each other up. Mm-hmm. Um, but then also on the other hand, if I think it overheats, it can like heat overheat something in their neck, which causes their head to explode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is what happened to Mark Hamill. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, a little, little training scene that I liked was uh, the airplane drop of the last six people. Um, so it looked like they actually did jump out of that airplane. Yeah, it does. I don't know and, if they actually did or not, but yeah, I know. But, it seems uh, really cool though. Yeah. Uh, so basically they all get in this formation. They're all like happy doing tricks. And Merlin's like, you think it'd be that easy? And, He's like, one of your parachutes, or one of you doesn't have a parachute. Mm-hmm. So Exy is kind of like the one who takes charge in all this. Mm-hmm. And like Charlie gets jealous and stuff, but he literally like doesn't do shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's just like a rich kid. That, yeah. That's the only reason he's here, basically. Yeah. And Exy's plan is like really good because there's six of them. So it's an even yeah. number. So yeah, Eggsy's... fucking... Uh, Digby or whatever the fuck his name is. Yeah, he fucked it all up. Fucked it up. Yeah, because he said to them, he's like, okay, everybody take a partner and mm-hmm. everybody pull their shoot. And then that way, whoever's doesn't pull, they have someone that can hold them. Yeah. And Digby's like, fuck you guys, I'm out of here. And he fucking pulls his and he's yeah. got a parachute. <laughs> but they have to land on a target zone and they also mm-hmm. can't pull their shoot above a certain altitude because then they'll show up on the radar. So Digby fails yeah. because he pulled his shoot way too early. Yeah. So then Eggsy's new plan is for all of them to go in a circle mm-hmm. and hold hands. And then you go one by one, each one of yeah. them are pulling their shoot. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it comes down to Roxy and Eggsy. So they just like kind of hug each other and then yeah. Eggsy pulls her shoot and then they're saved. Yeah. Finally, like literally like under yeah. 300 feet or something crazy. Yeah. And they land like in the circle, and then uh, so they land in the circle. Also, Charlie did as well. So mm-hmm. three people get booted out. Yeah, and um, yeah, Charlie leaves, and then Exy kind of like yells at Merlin's like, "Oh, why isn't my shoot like? And why am I always the guinea pig?" Basically, mm-hmm. and, <laughs> and I love Merlin's like, "Yeah, if you got a complaint, come put it in my ear." He's like, okay, yeah, fuck this guy. Yeah. Goes up to him and Merlin just pulls the parachute. Yeah. He was like, fly it back. <laughs> so everybody did have a parachute, but yeah, they just, you know, lied. Mm-hmm. Uh, so now the three of them are have to go to a club to try and win over a girl. And uh when Merlin says win over, he, you know, means take the take them home and fuck them, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they're all at the club, you know, trying to pick up this girl and Eggsy comes in last and he's like, you know, this champagne really tastes like shit. <laughs> and Charlie's like telling the girl like, oh, this is a way blah, blah, blah to pick you up. And he's like, no, really, this tastes like shit. <laughs> and then like Richard Briggs character like comes up and basically tells them that like, oh, there's drugs in it, basically. Mm-hmm. They'll like pass out and then like 
uh, Eggsy wakes up tied to um, train tracks. Rail, train tracks. <laughs> and Richard breaks like, you know, you only have this knife to get away. He's like, who are the Kingsmen? Who's Galahad? Tell me, or you know, you're gonna die. There's a train coming, and then Eggsy just says like, "Fuck you!" And the train goes over, and but you see that like the where he's tied up, it goes underground, and the train just goes over top. Yeah. And then like Galahad appears with a knife, and he basically says, "Congrats, you moved on." Mm -hmm. uh, Roxy also passed with flying colors. Do you want to watch Charlie? <laughs> and so he did, and you see Charlie. He saw the trade tracks and immediately he's just like, okay, this guy's this, this is this, this is this. And Arthur is like very disappointed in you, Charlie, and just walks away and he like realizes that it was fake. And then Arthur is like, just leaves him there tied up. Mm -hmm. And Charlie's like, my fucking dad will hear about this. And yeah. Yeah. Cause I think, cause each um, Kingsman, like chooses their own recruit. So they bring someone to there. And I think Charlie is Arthur's recruit. I could be wrong, but. So you think his dad is like really good friends with Arthur? Possibly. Or and maybe he... that's why Charlie got invited to the party at the very end. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Cause they're a high profile family. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I love that it's Richard Brake that drugs everybody too. Yeah. Just in yeah. typical fashion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh oh, I forgot a scene before this. Um Galahad goes to a gala that Valentine is holding. Mm -hmm. uh, but then Galahad gets there and Valentine canceled the gala because he won he heard so much good things about this guy, like with his alias that he used. Mm-hmm. And I love like when they pull up to the dinner, the gazelle comes like this shiny cart and like flips it over and just like McDonald's and yeah, like Valentine's <laughs> just like go ahead, choose and Galahad's like all oh, the Big Mac. And, you know, it's just like great choice, but you know what can't beat two double cheeger cheeseburgers in the secret sauce. <laughs> <laughs> I love their like kind of like back and forth together because mm -hmm. like do you think that valentine knows that he works for the kinsman well mm -hmm. or he just has suspicions yeah maybe because he knows about the kinsman so because he's trying to find out about the kinsman because like <laughs> later on in the movie Gazelle kind of says, like, I talked to the MI6, I talked to the FBI, mm -hmm. uh, I talked to um who's the Chinese one that anyway. Yeah. Um, and they're like, Yeah, they've never heard of this wasn't any of their guys, so mm -hmm. you know, we have no idea who this these people are. Yeah. Uh and um Valentine put a nano tracker in the wine so we can follow Galahad. He ends up kidnapping the princess and putting her in the, his fucking bunker mountain mm -hmm. thing yep. with all the other celebrities that he kidnapped. Iggy Azalea being one of them. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is where you kind of get the first hint of the test of the church. Um, so now Galahad is taking Eggsy to the tailor 
and wants to bring him to fitting room one, but the tailor says that someone is occupying that. So he takes him to fitting room three and it's like all their, basically their weapons room. Mm-hmm. Um, what was your favorite kind of gadget weapon that was in here? I don't know. I love that umbrella. Mm-hmm. Is the umbrella in this scene? I think so. I think there's a bunch in there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, yeah, I love that umbrella and they have like this lighter too. Like it's literally just a lighter, but yeah. it, it's a bomb and yeah. <laughs> Eggsy uses it later on too. And I don't yeah. know. I love that. He like takes it when he leaves and Gallus just like put it back. Yeah. <laughs> and they got the, uh, the ring that like shocks people, puts mm-hmm. 50,000 volts through. Yeah. And then the, uh, the shoe knife. Yeah. The shoe knife is uh, good too. Because Galahad says like, "Oh, do you know about some dance or whatever?" And I forget Exy like does the dance, but he's like, "No, not that." Like, <laughs> put your shoes together, and then like the knife comes out. Yeah, it's pretty cool. <clears throat> um, but they oh, and the pistol that shoots shotgun shells. That's oh yeah, fucking badass too. Yeah. Uh, so they end up leaving the um, the room, and at the same time, uh valentine comes out of fitting room one mm-hmm. and now i think that he's kind of figuring out or who is the kinsman stuff like that yeah <clears throat> um because he's getting like an outfit for his party basically and he mm-hmm. galad says to get a top hat from so-and-so and then you find out that galad had put a kind of microphone in the top hat mm-hmm. uh now one of the craziest scenes which not crazy but um sad scenes but not so sad scenes is yeah. the shooting of the dog mm-hmm. could so, you do that fuck no man yeah me either <laughs> fuck no yeah so arthur and merlin take eggsy and roxy uh to separate rooms and arthur gives eggsy a gun and tells him to shoot jb and like you see Eggsy and he's like pointing the gun at the dog and he's just like he doesn't want to do it you can tell he doesn't want to do it and then eventually he's like no fuck this and I, love he gives... the, I love the look of the face the dog's face yeah like, just, just a like... stupid ass pug <laughs> <laughs> but it's so cute yeah yeah and uh there's another MIB too because there's the fucking pug in MIB oh yeah yeah good catch um so Eggsy ends up giving the gun back to Arthur just as we hear um, the gunshot come out of Roxy's room. Yeah. So Roxy is technically the only one that passed all the tests. Yeah. Um, so Arthur tells Eggsy, like, I'm disappointed in you. Go home. Like, yeah, I don't want to see you anymore kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So then Eggsy ends up going back home, uh, sees that his mother got her fucking face punched in by Dean. Yeah. Um, and then he goes down to the bar to fight Dean. Uh, but um, Galahad <clears throat> ends up saving his ass. Yeah, he hijacks the car, basically. Yeah. Remotely. Yeah, which was pretty cool, too. And funny, because mm-hmm. Eggsy like, wants to beat the fuck out of Dean. And then Dean's like, oh, what are you driving away for? <laughs> yeah. But... Uh, then we find out that it was blanks in the guns. I love this scene of Eggsy with with Galad. Mm. Galad is in the room, and <laughs> all you see is the dead dog up there. 
Mr. Pickle. <laughs> yeah. Next, he's like, you fucking killed your dog for a job. And he's like, no, Mr. Pickle died of pancreatitis 11 years ago. <laughs> or no, I, I took care of him for 11 years and he died of pancreatitis. Yeah. And he's like, it was blanks. Next, he's like, oh, like, fuck. Yeah. But then so Harry has to leave and he leaves Eggsy there. Yeah. Um, and then it's yeah. best scene in the movie. Yeah. So they get word that Valentine is going to be testing his uh app basically at a church in Kentucky, uh, USA. So Galahad goes there to kind of infiltrate and kind of see what's going on. And um, immediately, like, Gazelle and Valentine are in a house across the way. And they see Galahad in there. And they're like, oh, like, we, or he makes the decision, like, we got tests to say. And Gazelle's kind of, like, hesitant because she's like, well, if it, like, works on us. And he's like... Well, we're too far away, whatever. And they do it, and uh, Galahad like gets up to leave, and the girl is like, "Where do you think you're going?" And I forget what exactly he says. It might be in like the the trivia, whatever. But he's like, "Oh, I'm a, uh, you know, and loving, you know, f loving guy who." whatever hail satan like it's, it, I don't yeah. know. it's a hate church so like yeah there's a sermon going on and the the pastor is going on about uh n-words and jews and yeah uh oh here it is i got it you got it oh here it is yeah yeah all right so he says i'm a catholic i'm a catholic whore that currently enjoying congress out of a wedlock with my black jewish boyfriend who works at a military abortion clinic so hail Satan, have a lovely afternoon, madam. <laughs> That's so good. <laughs> and uh he gets some leaves and is almost out of there and cranks it up to a full blast and just one of the best scenes in a movie. Oh, yeah. Um and also the fucking song they chose for this was so perfect. Mm-hmm. Fucking free bird. Yeah. So good. Yeah. And it's like a solid like three minute fight scene of Galahad just kicking the shit out of everybody that's in this church. And there's got to be like 60, 70 people in there. Mm -hmm. And like they're fighting each other, but they're also trying to fight him. And he's fucking shooting people. He's stabbing them with like fucking staffs. And oh, man, it's just nuts. And then (laughs) like, unfortunately, like. He's a trained, right? These are all just fucking redneck hillbillies. Mm-hmm. Um, what were some of your favorite hills, or did you have a favorite kind of one that stuck out to you, or two? There was one. Oh, the one where he takes the guy and he like beats him, and then he grabs him by the back by his back and fucking throws him into the pew and his fucking the way he folds up man i was just like oh <laughs> my too. god i forgot but about then he that. also he shoved the grenade like in a wound or down his throat but yeah yeah when he like did that the way the guy's neck bent i was like oh fuck 
<laughs> like the top of his head hit like the back like halfway down his spine <laughs> yeah it was ridiculous and uh, uh one of mine was uh when he takes the axe and just like stabs right into the girl's neck just like yeah. so quick and yeah there's a couple guys that the the priest gets like stabbed like in the neck with uh a thing oh man mm-hmm. it's so good it was amazing and like, the whole time Val- valentine and gazelle are across the street like you said and gazelle's watching the whole thing and valentine's yeah. like over by the window he's like i can't fucking watch this shit yeah and then like and he's like turn the volume down <laughs> yeah and then at one point because i was like oh you need to watch this just so good uh <laughs> so after all that gal has the last one alive in there mm-hmm. he walks out and he's kind of upset obviously because it's killed a bunch of people and Valentine's there with a gazelle and two guards with shot with guns and um God's like upset. He's like, I just killed all those people. Like I had no control over yeah. any of that. And I love this little like back and forth between them because uh um Valentine says to him, like talking about like movies and stuff, like how the bad guy's supposed to say this thing, and then you say one final word or whatever and and Samuel Jack Valentine says, like, that's not this type of movie. And then just fucking shoots him in the head and immediately, like, oh yeah. He's like, <laughs> did, did I did, kill him? <laughs> did I kill him? Because I was like, well, that's what happens when you shoot someone in the head. <laughs> he's like, What? I've never done that before. And she's like, It's one guy. You literally just killed that church full of people. He's like, I didn't kill him, they killed themselves. <laughs> and oh we forgot to mention too so eggsy is on galahad's computer and he's watching the whole thing happen oh yeah yeah and he watches galahad get shot too yeah so then at this point um eggsy obviously wants revenge he goes to the tailor shop to meet with arthur yeah and while he's sitting beside arthur he notices that arthur has that scar underneath his ear so yeah. he knows that he's working with Valentine. Mm-hmm. I love this scene too because uh Arthur's going through like his um what's the word? Like I don't know, like a celebration of life, if we want to call it that. Mm-hmm. Um, where everybody like has a drink yeah. to honor the kingsman yeah, that died. Uh, an eighteen fifteen brandy. Yeah. That they drink. Yeah. So he pours two drinks for their one for him and one for Eggsy. Yeah. And then Eggsy distracts him and switches the drinks because he knew that mm-hmm. he was working with Valentine. Yeah. And before that, like he gets basically Arthur to admit that like what the whole thing is about, the call of the the race and all of the population. Um so Arthur says like he was right, he convinced me. And then they drink the things, and Arthur's like laughing, kind of thing. Eggsy just like, like looking down his stomach, like. And then all of a sudden, like Arthur gets pain, and he's like, "Yeah, you know, Gal had taught me a lot of things, but me living like the way I grew up, I had fast hands." Mm-hmm. And he switched the glasses on him, and yeah, yeah Arthur croaks. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So it's uh 
V-Day in six hours um, mm-hmm. is when everything's going to happen. Um, so the plan is that Merlin and Eggsy are going to go to the base where the V-Day is um, disguised as Arthur because Arthur has an invitation for mm-hmm. this place. And so what they need to do is Roxy needs to basically go up to outer space and uh, shoot up a satellite uh, dish. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, so he has to get to like a laptop and he like gets a laptop from like the uh, the prime minister there. And then um, Charlie shows up and basically yells at Valentine's like, hey, I got a fucking spy and you know, all alarms go crazy. Uh is running away, trying to get away. And like, I really like this little kind of montage theme, which him mm-hmm. running through the tunnels of like uh, Merlin telling them where to go and stuff like that. Yeah, it was good. Um, and then uh the yeah, Roxy ends up shooting the satellite. One of her balloons um pops early, but she still gets it off. Mm-hmm. Uh That'd be a fucking crazy to do, though. Yeah, be nuts. Um, one quick thing. Yeah, uh, Eggsy passes by the cell that has the princess in it, mm-hmm. and uh, she's like, "Oh, you need to help me." And he's like, "What does he say?" Oh, he says, "If I save you, uh, will you give me a kiss?" And she said, "If you save me, you'll get more than just a kiss." And he's like, "Oh, okay." Yeah. So they're talking. <laughs> she's like, "You need to get me out of here," and and uh merlin's talking to him in his ear he's like sorry love gotta go save the world she, yeah. she goes if you <laughs> save the world you can put it in my ass <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, so funny um so uh yeah merlin and eggsy are both trapped um eggsy is kind of in front of her door or in front of a prison door uh, all these guards come on both sides and Merlin is stuck on the plane. They're burning these these missiles. And then Eggsy is like, Merlin, can you turn the implants on? Merlin's like, yeah. So they <laughs> turn the implants on. And I really like the way that they did this. Yeah. It was really cool. Yeah, it was wicked. Because, you know, they could have went with like fucking blood everywhere, heads exploding, but they didn't it's just this music and uh it's kind of like the, when like the a-bomb goes off like the big but it's yeah, like, like rainbow colors <laughs> and like sparkles coming out they call those fireworks brooke uh, fireworks whatever <laughs> <laughs> but yeah it's like a whole uh like orchestra of mm-hmm. music going off it's so funny it's like something you'd see in like fantasia mm-hmm. yeah but I love that they save the blood for the prime minister. You just see his fucking head, just his eye, like go everywhere. And yeah, it was good. Yeah. So yeah, everybody that was at this party has now died. Yeah. Um, I don't think, no, it wouldn't be everybody that had the implant. Like, was it? There, Did it there, yeah, there, no, because his mom didn't die. Right. That's right. But there was certain people, I think, that. Because there was people outside of the base that their heads yeah. exploded to. Maybe they like had to be in like with a certain proximity. Yeah, yeah, um, so, yeah, yeah. Because Eggsy's mom got the implant, right? 
Yeah, that's right. And Roxy ends up calling her and tells her to put the baby in the bathroom and lock the door and put the key in there. And mm-hmm. mom's like, what are you talking about? I'm not going to lock the baby. And Roxy's like, just do it. Yeah. And then she does. And just is trying to fucking bash the thing down with the cleaver. Yeah. That's yeah. Because at this point, because Roxy shot down the satellite, um, he needs to have like links between like six satellites mm-hmm. or something like that. So she destroyed the one. So now his whole program is fucked. But of course, he's a rich man. He has rich friends, and one of his friends owns a satellite. Yeah, E Man. So, yeah, so he calls E Man, and E Man offers to uh, lend him his satellite for this purpose. Yeah, and you can see like on his screen that like the satellite is moving mm-hmm. into formation with the other satellites. Yeah, but he has to keep his hand like on mm-hmm. the the program to keep the fighting and stuff happening yeah and like there's this chaos happening like a baseball game people on the field beating the shit of each other <laughs> on a beach in rio yeah oh man there's like, a fucking the london one you see like the double decker bus just do like a fucking donut and smash people it's like <laughs> holy fuck <laughs> uh so exe has to go take valentine out basically and um he gets there and uh, ends up in a fight with Gazelle. Mm-hmm. And I wish there was more to this fight. Really? Like it, it, I don't know. I, it was a good fight, but I don't know. I felt like it could have been more. Okay. But what do you think? I don't know. I was pretty happy with the length of it. Because, I don't know. Like He's, he's got to get to Valentine quickly. Mm-hmm. So I liked that they didn't drag that fight out too long. Mm. But I mean, yeah, Gazelle's doing her thing and he's got, uh, he has like a bullet, their suits are bulletproof. So she's fucking going at him with her feet and he's like blocking bullets yeah. and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I, I, I personally don't think that Eggsy stood a chance against her. No. Because like he's just a street kid from London. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but he's going full full blown martial yeah. arts on her ass because he keeps picking up these like things to block her, but she just keeps cutting them all in half. Mm-hmm. Then finally, they like are opposite ends and like jump up and are like that, and then you see him uh, put his feet together and his knife comes out, but she doesn't see that. Yeah, and they cut at the same time, and um, there's actually poison in the blade uh, that Galahad mentions. Yeah, and you see his tie like get cut in half and. She's like smiling and then like she looked down her arm and there's the cut and you see like the green stuff go up her and she mm-hmm. she dies. Yeah. Um so Valentine still has his hand on the thing, and um Merlin is like, you know, you gotta fucking kill him. So Eggsy runs, picks up her leg <laughs> and just fucking hawks it at Valentine. Yeah. And then he wow. fucking no, he fucking vomits everywhere. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like knife sort of poking his chest. He looks down, just like <laughs> all over the place. Uh, so yeah, Eggsy saves the world. So he goes back to the princess to uh, just hold on one sec. Okay, I did like the line whenever Galad or Valentine falls down and 
Um, he goes up to Valentine, and Valentine's like, "Well, got anything to say?" Mm. And he's like, "What you said to Galahad, this ain't my type of movie, bro." Yeah, and then like Valentine's like, huh, "Good one," and then dies. <laughs> <laughs> Carry on. So he saved the world. He goes back to the princess's cell, and um, with champagne, with champagne, and Merlin's watching. Yeah. And we open up the door, or he opens up the door, and then we see on Merlin's screen just her bare ass, yeah, getting ready, yeah. And he's like, "Oh, what the fuck!" And he like shuts the <laughs> shuts yeah. the computer off. Yeah, he's like, "Exit, what are you doing? We got champagne on uh on the plane." Yeah, and he's like, "I do something." He's, he's like, "How do I get in the door?" And Merlin's like, "Okay, whatever, two four two five. Yeah, and then she's just like sitting there like all sexual like yeah <laughs> it's good yeah yeah um and then there's a mid-credit scene yep uh so it cuts to michelle who is eggsy's mom and dean in the pub mm-hmm. uh eggsy enters and he's dressed all up in his kingsman suit um and he tells his mom that he's got a new job which is giving him benefits and like they they're gonna get a new home and she can mm-hmm. leave Dean and blah blah blah, and then Dean starts to, it's like the whole first scene with yeah. Galahad all over again and Eggsy starts locking the door and and yeah. then he does the thing with the umbrella and fucking smashes Dean in the face with the glass. <laughs> yeah, I want so to see good. more of that scene, man. Oh man, I would have loved to see that scene finish out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, that, that's that's a good mid credit scene there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I liked it a lot. But uh, yeah, anything else that uh, to mention or talk about for wrap up? I don't think so. Ooh. Well, that's the way the nunchucks chuck. <laughs> you remembered this style. I did. All right. I think it's safe to assume that we both thoroughly enjoy this movie. Yep. But how did you rate it? Um, honestly, I wanted to give it a 10 out of 10 for both, but I didn't. Um, for quality, I gave it a 9 out of 10. Okay. Um, just the action set pieces, uh, the choreography, the characters, I really liked everybody. Like Merlin was probably my favorite and he wasn't even the guy that did that much. Um, yeah, the acting was great. Uh, the, um, the music and the choices and stuff that they did was awesome. Um, yeah, so nine mm-hmm. out of ten. Uh, and then story, I'll give it a. No, I'll give it an eight out of ten. Um, okay. I think uh, this almost felt like satire a bit because, mm-hmm. um, like, the story is kind of way out there. But I mean, that's kind of like how a lot of like action movies are, really. So, mm-hmm. uh, but just like the villains were just like brought to the max like ridiculous um and i really like the story of eggsy going from like nothing to being a kingsman um or like how they built his character up and stuff and uh yeah so nine out of ten and an eight out of ten all right um we're very similar uh my quality i also gave it a nine out of ten okay um i said this movie is an absolute riot from start to finish uh, the fight scenes were top notch. The acting was great. The score was perfect. Like during these fight scenes, 
Um, and it has hands down one of, if not the best action sequence in any movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and that scene like happens out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Like I remember the first time I watched this movie that took me by complete surprise and absolutely blew me away. <laughs> um, and like we talked earlier about the cinematography and the camera work. Uh, I love how they move that camera around with the fight scenes. I thought they did mm-hmm. a great job with that. <clears throat> um, as for the story, I gave it a seven out of 10. Okay. Um, I said, it's a slightly animated spy type movie, but it kind of reminded me of like league of extraordinary gentlemen mixed with James Bond in a sense, like without the obviously superpowers that the league had, but mm-hmm. just, I don't know the over the topness of it. Um, it's an enjoyable story or yeah, it's an enjoyable story, but like the story isn't why people love this movie. Um, yeah. They love it for all the other stuff. Uh, Samuel mm-hmm. Jackson was a great villain. It's a, I loved his humor um, and his like fear, I guess, of blood and violence. <laughs> Meanwhile, he's d- doing this to com- uh, to cause like worldwide chaos. Yeah. Uh, the script was really good and I thoroughly enjoyed all of the characters. Mm-hmm. Just like some gripes, small gripes. It was like, I don't know. It's not believable that a street kid could turn into this like super spy within like what a year maybe yeah i don't know yeah but no i get that i mean that's just nitpicky but mm-hmm. small gripes but yeah so nine out of ten for quality and a seven out of ten for story cool all right let's head on over to rotten tomatoes and see how they scored it the critics consensus stylist stylish subversive and above all fun kingsman the secret service finds director matthew vaughn setting up the spy genre with gleeful abandon so what do you think the critics scored it um just a, real quick like this movie i really just did have a fun time mm-hmm. like even like i watched like the first 20 minutes i texted you as like Dude, I'm five minutes in. I'm already so excited to talk about this movie. Like, yeah. it's just a fun fucking movie. Yeah. Um, but with that being said, I'll go with a 72%. Oh, you were close. So close. Uh, 75%. Uh, okay. Um, 267 ratings and an average score of 6.8 out of 10. And the audience score is an 84%. On 100,000 ratings at an average score of 4 out of 5 or an 8 out of 10. All right. Well, they like it more than Letterboxd. Uh, Letterboxd has a 3.7 out of 5. Um, I give it a 4.5. What did you give it? 4.5 as well. 4.5 as well. Uh, I don't think many of our friends have rated this movie. I think I saw Anthony. Maybe not. Uh, Jensen gave it a three and a half. John gave it a four and a half. Uh, I know Anthony was here somewhere near the bottom, maybe. Screaming Cinema, three and a half. And no, no, Anthony. Mm. Yeah. A lot of three and a halves. Yeah. Hmm. But yeah, I'm 100% with you. It's just, it's such a fun movie. 
And it's yeah. one of the, like, it's long ish. Like it's just a little over two hours, mm-hmm. but I mean, it's so full of action that it's such an enjoyable two hours. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. It doesn't feel like two hours. Like, it's, no. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I've only watched the sequel once. Me so too. I think I might watch it again. Yeah. I need soon. to. Cause I was like thoroughly disappointed <laughs> with, with it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah and i haven't seen the new one that came out so no i haven't seen that one yet just making sure that i clicked it back on okay it's time for our cunning stunts what did you give this for a stunt rating um i give it a seven out of ten uh just there's like Three or four scenes of this movie is just like over the top, crazy. Mm-hmm. Choreography is just amazing. Like, just to remember for Colin Firth to remember that whole scene of like just three or four minutes of straight fighting. Like, just even to get the background people just to be in the right spots and do the right thing. Like, holy shit, man. Must have been nuts. Just unbelievable. Um, and also, like, a lot of the, like, little gadgets and stuff are always fun. Like, I think that's a reason why I like the Bond films a lot, too. And, like, I loved Inspector Gadget as a kid. So, yep. you yeah. know. I agree. Uh, fave stunt. I mean, we've thoroughly <laughs> talked about both our fave stunts. Uh, I told you, like, let's pick a runner-up because we know which ones are the best. And then mm-hmm. we both picked the same <laughs> second one. So, uh, we'll skip over that. Uh, skip that for that one. Um which stunt would I do? Uh, now, this is kind of tough because I was going to say the skydiving thing, mm. but there's no fucking way my ass would ever do that. I'd be like Roxy at the top, like, no, I can't do this. <laughs> um, I'm with like the parkour that he does. Like, okay, I would be terrible at it and I don't think I'd be able to do it, but at least try to do it like fucking michael scott like i was just, just gonna say you'd be like the office parkour parkour <laughs> jump off the couch yeah yeah exactly <laughs> what would you uh, that's great um my stunt rating i also gave it a seven out of ten uh i said clearly most of like the big stunts were cgi or green screens like i i don't think they actually jumped out of a plane maybe they did maybe they yeah. did i don't know um but the fight scenes like really up the score for me um like you mentioned the choreography of these fight scenes is just it's insane dude the the shit that yeah. they would have had to remember and like reshoot i'm assuming um it would have taken a lot of work plus like whoever the the choreographer is for the fight scenes mm-hmm. like genius yeah um favorite stunt we already talked about it, the bar scene with galahad and stunt i would want to try um i said the space balloons like roxy going up into space with the balloons you're fucking nuts hear me out i what said she's spinning like that hear me out okay 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 i said there's a good chance i'm gonna die but at least i'd go out with a wicked view and doing something i've always dreamed of doing that's fair enough like going up to space dude that is a yeah. dream but um, I mean, it'd be scary as hell. Yeah. Uh, I just read that people think that 
E-Man is none other than Elon Musk. Oh, shit. Yeah. Because they do actually say like real celebrities' names in this movie. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's cool. I never even thought of that. Yeah, me either. Hmm. That's interesting. I bet you it is. <laughs> Maybe. I have a question for you. Yeah. So if this happened in real life and you got this implant, mm-hmm. how long do you think you would survive? Um, hmm. Like take away the whole head exploding thing. Like just the, yeah, yeah. the pure fighting. Like 45 minutes. Okay. <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> how that's about fair. you? No, that's, that's, yeah, that's a good answer. I, I'm down with that. Cause I I don't think I have to make it past this one up here first. (laughs) Yeah. She'd probably kick your ass. Mm. I was thinking about it. Like while it was happening, I was like, if they let this go on, like there's going to be one person that's left over victorious. Like who the fuck would that be? Like that'd Jack be crazy. Power. Jack power. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Probably some rich guy in a bunker. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. 45 minutes. I like that. Now, would you, well, I guess you have to fight. Cause like, yeah, I'm fucking raged up. Yeah. The chip, the chip makes you fight. As long as there's nothing like the sadness. No. Then I'll be okay with this movie. <laughs> yeah that was crazy all right well we're done talking about this movie Mm -hmm. um i'm really happy you picked it i've already said it but i'll say it again had a lot of fun me too um watching it and talking about it uh my pick for our next episode is um a little different i guess maybe or one maybe that you wouldn't expect me to pick but Whenever I was doing the research on Rotten Tomatoes for this one, I saw the score for this one and it really took me by surprise and I've never seen it. Okay. And it surprised me that it was as high as it was. I'm giving you a little hint for for our recording. Okay. No, I mean, I'm giving you a hint for whenever we Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, But I'm picking Edge of Tomorrow. Dude, I fucking love this movie. Okay, all right. Like, it's... Oh, man. It's one of my favorite Tom Cruise movies. Really? Okay. Like, I fucking love it. All right, sweet. Because, yeah, I've never seen it, and, like, I saw the score, and I was like, god "God damn, okay. Dude, uh, I'm excited. I I love this movie (laughs) so much. It's one of my favorites. Sweet, okay. Cool. Yeah. All right. Edge of tomorrow. Can't wait. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Let's wrap this up. Alrighty. Um, If you guys want to catch us on social media, you can find us on Instagram only at the podcast on Fury Road. If you're listening and you don't follow us, please go do that. Um, Also check out our horror podcast called the podcast on Elm Street. We would greatly appreciate it. Um, We are on apple Podcasts and spotify as far as i know i well we might be on other stuff now it's been like mm-hmm. a month so it takes some time but 
we might be on some other platforms now so go check us out um yeah follow us rate us i don't know talk to us <laughs> we're friendly here's the pen pal message yeah that'd be cool get fan mail all cool. right thanks all right, for guys. listening so we'll uh, talk to you next week or two weeks from now two weeks yeah see you later